Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Uh, this is a topic I've been wanting to get to for the past day or so now. Um, about, yeah, about a day or so ago, uh, I was going through my phone on Instagram and usually, you know, I follow different pages like ESPN and all these different pages, Bleach Report. Uh, and generally what happens is sometimes when I wake up in the morning, they just feed my, my, my feed with a bunch of different news. And about a day or so ago, I came across a post and funny enough, we wanted to produce a show around this uh, yesterday, but I totally forgot. And it was at nighttime. I realized I was like, oh, that's right. I wanted to produce a show about this. So I came across a post from Yahoo Sports and it was published 16 hours ago. Yeah, about a day or so ago. And the post said this, and I want to show it to you. It said, John Morant shows his love for his father T after an ESPN article suggested he deserves some blame for Jaws off the court issues. The, the post then said he never made the NBA. But this was his chance to live like he's an NBA superstar. That's been a problem from the beginning. And the, the it says Grizzly Source tells uh, ESPN on John Morant's off-the-court issues stemming from his father, uh, T. So that's what the that's what the thing said. And I said to myself, I said, okay, I want I want to discuss this today, right? So I did some research and I came across an article from uh, what is it, CBSSports.com that actually went a little further into this. And the article for that, I mean, the headline for that article said John Morant's spiraling behavior swept under the rug by Grizzlies long before incidents, the gun uh, gun incidents per. Uh, report. So that's the article I really want to get into because I have a lot of thoughts about this particular topic. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Factor Meals. If you're like me or anybody that works at Dreamers Pro, chances are you're a very, very busy person, especially during the lunchtime when you don't have time to go to the grocery store, pick out fresh ingredients, and come back home and cook healthy, delicious meals. Sometimes we're so busy that you just end up finding yourself making a ham sandwich or something like that, which isn't really ideal. And this is the reason why we are excited to be partnering with Factor Meals. Factor Meals is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. You can choose from up to 35 gourmet meals. Every meal is packed with premium ingredients crafted by Factor Meals team of culinary experts and designed by dietitians to ensure that every meal is packed with premium science-backed nutritional quality. Your meals are delivered directly to your door and all you need to do is heat them up in just under two minutes, then they are ready for you to eat. 
and enjoy. So for example, this week, I think I'm gonna go with the Italian herb chicken. What I love is that under every single meal, you can see if it's a calorie conscious option. For example, this meal I just chose is the dietitian approved calorie smart meal, which is around 550 calories or less per serving, and also a protein plus meal with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. So if you want to give it a try, click the link in the description below or head over to factormeals.com slash dreamers50 and use code dreamers50 to get 50% off. And remember, when you try Factor Meals by using the link in the description below, remember that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So let me get into what this article uh, had to say here. It continues on. It says, by now, the spiraling behavior at NBA superstar John Morant that included multiple gun incidents and alleged physical altercations, one of which resulted in a civil lawsuit that remains ongoing, has been well chronicled by various reports. We know that early in March, Morant was filmed on Instagram Live while appearing to hold a handgun in a Denver area nightclub which landed him an eight-game suspension. We know that less than three months later, Morant was again caught on film appearing to hold a handgun while riding in, his, uh, in a car with friends, which landed him a 25-game suspension he's set to serve at the start of the upcoming season, which will cost him nearly $8 million in lost salary. The article then continues on. But some warning signs emerge early in his pandemic short and rookie season, team sources said they were concerned about how frequently Morant, underage and often accompanied by his father, would go out to drink and some and at some Memphis Cedar establishments and strip clubs, including on nights before games. Throughout that 2021-2022 season, during which Morant was named the NBA's most improved player, a pattern emerged whenever the Grizzlies traveled. After landing, a sprint van would often be waiting at the team hotel to shuttle Morant out for the evening with friends and family, whom he had flown into that city on a private jet, according to team sources. Morant would cover their lodging and foot the bill at the establishments they visited. In some instances, team sources said it wouldn't it wasn't unusual for Morant to appear hungover or to be late to team events the next day. There was no discipline, another Grizzly source said. They felt like they could they they felt like they could do anything they wanted, in my opinion. The the enabling was out of control, just constant, definitely swept under the rug. And basically, uh the article then goes on to say a few other things. A few other things there. Here are my thoughts about this. Um, I think some of us have kind of speculated that this was what was happening, you know, behind the scenes. I remember hearing, uh, Shannon Sharp discuss this when he was at Undisputed and he said this as it pertained to Jaws' father. And I definitely don't want to cross the line here. So let me just say what Shannon said and I'll continue on. He, he was, he was, he was relating it to himself. And essentially what he said was, you know, my kids, they're my friends. I mean, whatever, but I'm their daddy. I'm daddy. Like they can have their friends and all of that, but there's always that that demarcation and that line that's drawn in the sand and it's clear. Why am I saying that? Well, as someone that's about to become a, a new father myself, uh, it's something that you wrestle with. And I think that it's something that Jaws' father is wrestling with. Here you are, you have your son in whom you're, very proud. I mean, this you have a son. He's he, he, you know he he's he he made it to the NBA. He's playing in the NBA, and not only did he make it to the NBA, 
Uh, he's a star in the a superstar star, right? Uh, getting ready to become a superstar. And you're so proud of him and you're enjoying the moment and you want to live this moment through him because maybe you had those similar type of aspirations within yourself and you're overcome with this tremendous amount of joy. And what ends up happening is that you end up loving your child so much that it becomes hard for you to discipline them. There's some parents that, and I know some people, some parents like this, that it pains them to discipline their kids. I mean, when I say it pains them, it pains them. Even if it's to flog them, even if it's to give them punishment, it pains them because the love is so immense. Whereas there's some of the parents where they'll love the bleep out of their children, but they'll let them know, listen, their rules of engagement, you're going to know how to be, you're going to, you're going to understand the way you're going to behave as a young child, as an adult. And there's certain things that you're just going to abide by, whether you like them or not, because that's the way I raised you. And I can understand how some people will say that because maybe they felt like maybe the father was enabling them. Uh, it's a tricky situation and I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to get into how a father should raise a son because listen, uh, we may say one thing or the other, but Jaws' father must have done something correctly because his son made it to the NBA, right? And that's why I said it's a very nuanced conversation and I don't just want to comment on it uh, because I don't know what happened in the background. This is what this report is saying. Now, here's my thoughts about this. It seems like Ja has stuck his hand in the fire enough to the point where, where he got burned. And now he's beginning to understand that, listen, and a, a change needs to take place. Because I can BS the world, I can BS this person here, but I cannot BS myself. Because if I say that I've gone through various steps to ensure that I've made a change, it's going to show in my behavior and the things that I do on the court and off the court. John Moran, as the article alluded to uh, earlier, is under a 25-game suspension at the beginning of this NBA season. He's going to miss over 25% of the NBA season. Over 25%, and I think he's going to miss those games without pay. And Ja actually lost out on some money. I think he's lost out on potentially $60 million. And when you begin to realize the errors of your ways and how it's impacted not just you, but also your family, because remember, Ja strikes me as someone that is deeply connected with his family and is someone that wants to take care of his family. But once you realize you're doing things that could potentially jeopardize, you know, their well-being in terms of being able to provide for them in the future, these are all sobering moments and instances. So to me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the guy an opportunity to display a change in behavior. Not from a standpoint of, oh, Ja, you need to change for Charles. John Moran doesn't need to do a damn thing for me. I'm talking about change for himself and based on the things that he said he was going to do. Recently, a Deion Sanders put up a tweet or a post or whatever the hell it was, and John Morant uh, replied to it, and he said um, something like, you know, right on time. This was desperately, I needed to hear this or something like that. So it sounds like someone that's going through the process of evolving as a human being. Uh, but to me, um, the things that this article is highlighting, I believe there's some truth to it, but I don't believe it's as simple as saying, hey, do this with your shit. Because you know why I say that? Because it's always easy to give a remedy to a solution that you yourself are not connected to. If it's happening to you yourself, then it's a totally different situation. That's why I try my best not to tell people how to raise their kids and all of that. Because when it, when it comes down to grading how you, how you yourself are raising your kids, then a lot of people can raise some questions here and there. So to me, I don't want to go down that road. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. 
uh, I was doing some research and I came across an article from fadeawayworld.net. And this article had the headline uh, saying Memphis Grizzlies coach and players upset with ESPN for controversial John Morant report. The moment after reading that, I started going through the article a little bit and I was reading comments and, or quotes rather from the coaching, the coach and the, the players. And then I said to myself, I said, OK, first of all, what, what report are they talking about? Right. Because I didn't know what they were talking about. I needed some context. So I did some research and I actually came across the article that was published on ESPN, which was published just yesterday. And it actually had the headline saying or said, then the alligators got him inside John Morant's 18 month downfall. And when I read that, I said, OK, this could be what they're alluding to. Now, quick, quick uh, update before we even get into this. As you guys know, John Moran is going to be serving a 25-game suspension for the former incident that he had, the one that just absolutely floored all of us. Since then, John Moran has not made any news. He has not said anything. He's not done anything, at least to our knowledge, right? Or at least to my knowledge. I haven't heard anything out, uh, you know, out of his camp. So to his credit, that is a good thing. I think out of sight, out of mind is a fantastic way to go right now when you have all of these things bubbling uh, in the surface and people ready to pounce on you whenever you do something. So I actually want to get into this article and read a little bit of it. It's quite long, so I'm not going to read all of it, but I want to read some of it to give you guys some context and then we'll continue on with the show. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by Sponsor Factor Meals. If you're like me or anybody that works at Dreamers Pro, chances are you're a very, very busy person, especially during the lunchtime when you don't have time to go to the grocery store, pick out fresh ingredients, and come back home and cook healthy, delicious meals. Sometimes we're so busy that you just end up finding yourself making a ham sandwich or something like that, which isn't really ideal. And this is the reason why we are excited to be partnering with Factor Meals. Factor Meals is America's number one ready to eat meal kit you can choose from up to 35 gourmet meals every meal is packed with premium ingredients crafted by factor meals team of culinary experts and designed by dietitians to ensure that every meal is packed with premium science-backed nutritional quality your meals are delivered directly to your door and all you need to do is heat them up in just under two minutes then they are ready for you to eat and enjoy so for example this week i think i'm gonna go with the italian herb chicken what i love is that under every single meal you can see if it's a calorie conscious option for example this meal i just chose is the dietitian approved calorie smart meal which is around 550 calories or less per serving and also a protein plus meal with 30 grams of protein or more Per serving. So if you want to give it a try, click the link in the description below or head over to factormeals.com slash dreamers50 and use code dreamers50 to get 50% off. And remember, when you try Factor Meals by using the link in the description below, remember that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So let me get into uh, what the article had to say here. So the article then continues on. It says, on February 18, 2022, Memphis Grizzlies star uh, superstar John Morant was on a private jet en route to Cleveland for the All-Star Game. Surrounded by friends and family, the occasion was momentous, and he decided to chronicle it. Before taking a seat, he began streaming on Instagram Live. He settled in, stretched his legs, and inquired about a deck of cards. He bantered with his grandmother. Then Morant grabbed a bottle of, a bottle of uh, tequila, one of the most expensive tequila brands in the world with about with 10,500 people watching. He propped up his phone near a window, held the oversized white bottle at the side and with both hands and aimed it at the phone, cocking the bottle back and forth like a machine gun. 
He then did the same with a bottle of another tequila. Choose your poison, he said. Soon after, Morant panned the camera towards Kevin Helms, the Grizzlies' head of team security, who is often by Morant's side. Kev, say what up, Kev, Morant uh, said. Helms, sitting in a different row, flashed a peace sign. Y'all see my dog rocking that MBO, Moran said of Helms, referencing the logo of his hooded sweatshirt. Those letters are tattooed on Moran's stomach and stand for my brothers, no others. A moniker for those in his inner circle and a clothing brand led by his childhood friend, Devontae Pack, who sat nearby. The live stream continued as tequila was passed around the plane. Y'all babysitting that bottle, Moran asked the group behind him. Moran then asked viewers to come into the uh, to come up to the MBPO pop-up in Cleveland, which the Grizzlies verified Instagram account uh, commented on with four flame emojis. Bottles continue to be shared. I'm trying to get the bottles, Moran said. They're babysitting the bottle. He's <laughs> he's handed one and he takes a long pull. Oh man. We was lit, Morant later said on the flight. It was that weekend, multiple sources in and around the Grizzlies organization said that some early warning signs became habitual. When concerns around the team and league deepened, and it is when sources said Morant misconduct accelerated, becoming more frequent in public. In the 18 months since, more serious allegations have surfaced, lawsuits and subpoenas have been filed and remain open. It is a period in which a 22-year-old rising superstar struggled with the excess of fame and has become tw a 24-year-old man whose actions are jeopardizing his career. He went to the first All-Star game, one team source said, and then the alligators got to him. Uh, got him. The the John Morant now mentioned in court documents and police reports and subject to multiple NBA suspensions is not according to Grizzlies insider scouts and Memphis biz, uh, Memphis business owners who interacted with him frequently. The John Morant who entered the league just four years ago before being drafted by the Memphis Grizzlies with the number two overall pick in 2019 scouting reports on the high flying point guard out of mid-major Murray State revealed little in the way of red flags. Zero said one uh, veteran NBA scout who scouted Moran for a lottery team in position to draft him. He was the consummate coachable teammate, a choir boy, under-recruited, didn't have many scholarship offers, played with a chip on his shoulder, glowing stuff, nothing. There was absolutely nothing. Said a second veteran NBA scout, I studied him inside and out. There was <laughs> there was not one person who had a bad thing to say about him. Very much, very much a late bloomer. Good family, hard working ethic, humble. He checked every single box. In their Morant uh, scouting reports, which were reviewed by ESPN, his coaches in high school at Murray, uh, Murray State offered glowing remarks on the court and notably away from it. His high school coach, Dwayne Edwards, a Crescent, a Crestwood uh, high school in, in Summit, South Carolina, said that Morant had no off-the-court issues. An AAU coach of John Morant said Morant's father didn't interfere and would always support his son. A Murray State assistant coach, James Kane, and said Morant didn't drink, didn't smoke, and created no issues. Then the article then continues on. During the first season in Memphis, there were positive returns. The Grizzly staff passing along intel to scouts that eventual that the eventual rookie of the year was always asking questions and great to work with. Moran established himself in just 
his third NBA game, scoring 17 of his uh, 30 points in the comeback fourth quarter, blocking a potential winning shot from Kyrie Irving and tallying the winning asset on a buzzer beating uh, assist, excuse me, winning assist on a buzzer beating uh, overtime winner over the Brooklyn Nets. And then the article then continues on to basically chronicle each individual thing that put John Morant in the place that we know um, uh, know him to be right now. So that's what the ESPN report said. Now, I want to read what the uh, Fadeaway World article said. I want to go directly to the part. It says, John Moran is falling from heights of NBA superstardom very quickly. ESPN released an expansive article earlier today that explained how Morant went from a good-natured and humble rookie to to the problem child he is today. Grizzlies coach Taylor Jenkins and other players have blasted the article that came out today. It says, I read the article and I'm not going to comment on anonymous sources, Jenkins said. I'm I'm not really going to comment on the past. I'm really focused on the present and the strides he is making, positive strides and the strides that the team is making. And then it continues on. It's really uh, it's really on the annoying side. Everybody knows about the situation. We're all working to get past it. Uh, the fact that the fact that we are bringing it up and nothing else is going going on is kind of like what are we doing? And then Desmond Bain said people are bringing up anything they can just to have something to read. Bain said, we ain't worried about that. We are we, we are with 12. We're keeping everything in-house. We're holding everything together. We will have his back through it all. So that's what his teammates uh, had to say. Th- that article, the ESPN article, I suggest you guys go and read it. It's a very long article, but uh, it gives a lot of information that I'm sure some of you guys who are interested in the story would um, like to know. <sighs> Here are my thoughts on this, uh, and I'm going to be quick. Uh, with my thoughts. First of all, I don't think ESPN did anything wrong, and I'll tell you why. Number one, ESPN did not put John Morant in a situation where he's being discussed like this, uh, they talked about this way. It was John Morant, it was his camp, and uh, it was the Memphis Grizzlies for hiding and hiding things and kind of uh, what what is it encouraging this behavior by not correcting it? So that's the first part. All ESPN is doing is reporting on it. Now I can understand you're saying, well, let let it go, but they got to do their job, right? They didn't commit any crime. They're just reporting on a story and giving some background information. Now, from the standpoint of the Grizzlies and the Grizzlies players, I can understand the coach saying, can we just get past this? You know, can we move on? Well, I got some bad news for you because when the season starts, uh, this is something that's going to be discussed, especially. As it, you know, as the the games begin to count down for when he's going to be returning to the team, you better believe it. People are going to discuss it, whether you like it or not, is the way the world is going to work. They're going to discuss it with five games to go, three games to go, two games to go the day he plays, and they're going to be talking about it all the way to the end of the season to monitor whether or not John Morant made the appropriate changes or the necessary changes that he himself said he uh, that he said he was going to make. So, to me, I don't think that there's anything wrong with this. To be honest with you, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I think the Grizzlies, in my personal view, could have just ignored the article. They could have. They could have. They can I brought it up to say I have no comment on that. Right. But by talking about it, it shows that there's still this level of frustration and all of that. Now, uh, Desmond Bain said the right thing. We're going to support our teammate. We're going to have his back. And I think that's what you're supposed to say. Right. If I'm in the position of John Morant, I would want to hear my teammates say something like that. So to me, that is totally understandable. But at the end of the day, how was all of this going to go away? 
The only way this goes away is if John Morant comes back, plays his tail off, reminds everybody who the hell he is as a basketball player, and stays out of trouble and stays drama and sucker free. It is literally that simple. Come back, play your tail off, put up great numbers, and stay sucker free. And six, seven months, eight, eight months from that point forward, people will forget about it. Will they be talking about it here and there? Will be murmurs about it? Yeah, but if people are seeing you're doing your thing and the Grizzlies make the playoffs and you guys do well, people are going to forgive and forget. That's just the way that it's going to be. So to me, I think this situation is solely in Ja's hand. Ja can't control what people say about him. He can't control what people write about him. What he can control is how he plays and how he behaves on and off the court. And if he does the appropriate things, there won't be anything to discuss. Yesterday, I was listening to a, an episode from The Odd Couple, and it was uh, uh, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker responding to Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, the defensive player for the Cow Dallas Cowboys, and he was complaining, why are people always critical about it, blah, 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 blah. And Rob Parker and these guys are like, you're the Dallas freaking Cowboys. What the hell do you expect is going to happen? People are going to talk about you. When you do good, people are going to talk about it. When you do bad, people are going to talk about it. Why? Because you're the Dallas Cowboys. And they were like, instead of worrying about if they're talking about the Dolphins or they're talking about this team as much as the Cowboys, he's like, why don't you just go play and play your butt off and win games and leave it at that instead of complaining about what people are going to, uh, what people are saying about you when you win or you lose. Same thing with Ja. People are going to talk. We're going to talk. Everybody's going to talk. What matters is what you do. And to me, I have a feeling, and this is just my feeling, I could be wrong. I think Ja is going to figure it out, and I think he's going to come back with a different disposition, and I think he's going to have a great year when he comes back. I, I personally believe that. Now, I could be wrong. Some people are saying yeah, you could be naive. I think he's going to figure it out. I think he's going to have a good season. I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be good because they were always good with or without him. But, I mean, in terms of, like, they're a good basketball team, obviously he makes them better, but you understand what I mean. Uh, but I think he's going to figure it out, and I don't think there's going to be any drama. If there's any drama that occurs this season, I am going to be, I'm going to be gobsmacked. Thank you for listening to today's show, and don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.